1: Welcome to Cottage Talk full time. I'm Russ Goldman, and this is our initial reaction to Fulham's four to one victory against Reading Tuesday night. Joining me right now, who was at the Reading match, is Mike Greg. It's been a long time, Mike. And listen, thank you for joining me right after the match. You were there. Just give me your initial reaction to this four to one Fulham victory. Hi
0: Rasha. good to uh, be back and doing the show. Um, and you. Bumble there, saying 4-1 because it felt like a 4-0 and it was disappointing <laughs> to let that goal in at the end. But it was a cracking yep. goal by uh, whoever scored it. I, uh, I'd moved seats by then, so I was quite low down. But it, yep. it, was, it was a good goal. But It was. That, for me, that's the initial reaction. is That's the only downside from the game in, in, in some ways. It would have be been nice to have had a clean sheet and... Right. Uh, And and maybe another goal or two, to be honest, Um, you know, against 10 men for the whole of the second half, we had chances, but, you know, not really clear-cut enough, um, or maybe knock chance, but my initial reaction is, what a performance, you know, I mean, for that first half, um, it's probably the best I've seen us play live. Um, It was helped by the sending off, but even before that, you know, apart from a us making our own mistakes at the back a couple of times you know we had the ball I haven't seen the stats I have no idea but it must be in the 60 to 70 mark if not more right and um we uh we played them off the park they were very poor I have to say and uh actually the players were poor for Reading and the crowd were as well I mean (laughs) I saw the pictures Mike Oh, oh, it was just horrendous. You know, I mean, you could have stuck them all in one in one stand. But, <laughs> um, but yes, I mean, it's why we don't like going there. It's such a soulless place. And uh, it could be that stand, it or that ground. It could be Cardiff. It could be Leicester. It, you know, just change the colour of the seats, and it, it could be another, you know, Sunderland, somewhere like that. They they all sure. just look the same. But, but, no, you know, initially, first half, like I say, a couple of early mistakes by us at the back, but, um, you know, Kenny pulls out the hat again with a lovely goal and, uh, you know, Mitrovic, a couple, and we're we're cruising, you know, and uh, the sending off probably deserved, I haven't seen a replay, obviously, um, but it looked high, the second one um, against the Doi, and uh, it was probably right, and I think it had been spoken to before, and you did sense someone was going to get sent off today, oh. be it a Reading player or be it a Fulham midfielder. But uh, given who we had playing, but um, no, it was uh, a really, really good performance. Second half, we we took our foot off the gas a bit more. Reading were obviously playing with a bit more pride, trying to get something out of it. And you know, Knockout had a chance. You know, Mitrovic had a a couple of sort of half chances across the goal. Uh, Kearney's goal after. A, hard work. I think it was Mitrovic and Johansson who closed down the, their defenders and goalkeeper yep. for him to just lob the ball into the net. Um, and then maybe the substitutions made us a bit disjointed and uh, we couldn't really capitalise and get maybe another couple of goals in the bank. But, uh, you know, probably one of the most enjoyable Reading away games I've been to, that's for sure. And uh <laughs> You've been to uh, some yeah, very... Cap
1: upsetting ones i'll leave it at that mike i know that you've we've talked after some of these ready matches so i'm glad that you got to see a very good performance and let me ask you this because i'm glad that you talked about the sending off by jonathan swift and uh i would just recommend everyone watching that back i i think it's warranted the second one it actually reminded me a little bit of what happened to dennis adoy it's interesting that dennis adoy is involved and what happened in the uh Championship final, Mike. it actually reminded me a little bit of that. So he gets yeah, sent I mean, off, I, and the match changes.
0: Yeah, I, you, I can see what you're saying there, actually, about so the way it was in the in the air. But uh, yeah, I'll watch the replay later or tomorrow. And uh, but to be honest, I read in players weren't complaining too much, right. and, he, and he he ran ran straight off. And uh, so yeah, I mean, it was deserved, and you know, his first one
1: was deserved as well. Absolutely, Mike. And let me ask you because, again, it's easy to point to the sending off by Swift, but I want to focus on the first goal by Kearney because this is a continuation of the last match. I actually think that's a bigger turning point than, believe it or not, the sending off. I, I know that sounds strange to say because I think even with the sending off, I think foam go on to the victory. What are your thoughts about that being? I guess you could say the number one turning point is Kearney's goal, obviously. Red Cards change changes games but I think we have to point go even f- earlier into the match to the goal.
0: I, yeah I I understand where you're coming from there because we, we don't score enough early goals right. and, and we've seen and we've seen that you know we have a lot of pressure and and we don't score and you know games have ended up recently being tight, ended up being draws but you know to have the pressure we were having the way we were playing and then to get the goal um you know it, Sets us up, and and you know we get the second one not long afterwards as well. So uh, yeah, I mean it, it. You know we're being dominant. We're on top of these right. teams, and um, and we and we made and we made it pay this time, and and, and took the lead, and with you know with that that beautiful goal from uh, from Kenny.
1: Yeah, absolutely, Mike. And, and it's funny. It's interesting watching this because listen, uh, I've seen Fulham on the other side of this. We actually seen it at Reading and uh, it's, you know, like I'm not going to apologize for enjoying a match that the other teams down the 10 men, but how did you think they managed it? Because again, obviously they get two more goals in the first half and then what happened in the second half? Do you think they managed it well once Jonathan Swift went off?
0: Yeah, yeah. Certainly in the first half we, uh, you know, we kept the players wide. Knockouts specifically was staying almost on the touchline and and we were making that extra man count. We didn't do it as much in the second half and you know they I think they changed their formation slightly and uh, and pressed us a bit more and um but certainly in the first half. Second half we were like I say not as good. Um, you know, we made a couple of silly passes. Arthur right. and Morton were probably the most uh, guilty of that at times. Um but on the on the flip side both of them made some Beautiful crossfield uh, passes as well as did Ream too, especially right. to knock and and Reed as well who I think had a fairly quiet game you know he was involved without doing anything spectacular um, but he was receiving a lot of balls out wide as well.
1: Mike, I, I want to ask you this. I know this again we're talking about a 4-1 victory, but I talked about this in the very last show, in the post-match. I'm talking about the cohesion really starting to gel between Mawson and Ream. I know Fulham are, are up a man at this point, but do you notice this as well? Not just in this match, but also leading up to this, because again, I'm glad that you talked about some of the passes, but I want to talk about their partnership. I, I think it's starting really to stand out.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, it's, um, I, I'll tell you what's slightly different as well, um, I've not been able to see the last couple of games live because I was in America and I was, you know, away on Friday as well. But uh, I've watched the the replays and what we've started to do, and I mentioned it on on Twitter the other day, was, you know, is there a touch of the Hodgson handbrake on the way we've been playing up until the last couple of games? And we've suddenly sort of started playing the ball, the passes between Ream and Morrison, maybe another 15, 20 yards forward. Right. Instead of right on our 18, 20 yard line, if you like, um, or 20 yards out, I should say, um, we're more like, you know, 30, 35 yards and we're in the middle of our half and we're playing it much more forward. And and it was interesting watching the game from behind the goal and quite high up today. Um, I got to see our sort of pattern of play a bit more. And yes, Ream and Mawson uh, have got a really good sort of understanding. I was impressed things that impressed me today was the talking. You could see Mawson right. at the back and the front. So Mawson was doing an awful lot of pointing, talking, shouting. But at the other end, Mitrovic as well was, um, you know, we all know he's almost like an un, the unwritten captain sure. in some ways. But he's the one who's who's cajoling and, and praising, also criticising players. But, you know, he, as long as he can see what's happening... You know, there's a player who's on two goals. He's, he's the main goal scorer. Um, yes, he gets frustrated when he doesn't receive it. But then on the other hand, when someone tries something, he would be the first to go and praise them as well. Right. So uh, there were times in that first half, where, you know, they're attacking the far end, and it was it was as good as watching um, your Kanovich team, just in little spells. Right. You know, we're not. I
1: can watching, see where you're the, where playing. you're coming from on that.
0: Yeah, it was just a flu. How fluid it was, how quick it was. Um, maybe just the, maybe not quite as direct at times. We, you know, we we get we are being criticised and we are commenting on the fact that we're playing sideways a lot, and we are. We are. Um, but we're retaining possession, and there must have been a thirty, thirty-five, forty-yard, forty pass. Passes at one stage in that first half because we were oh, laying all of them, and it just seemed to go on forever. But uh, no, it, I, I feel almost vindicated in that tweet the other day about taking off the handbrake. Yeah. it feels to me as if that's what we've done slightly.
1: Do you think Parker's gotten to the point where maybe he trusts them to do more, Mike?
0: Yeah, there might there might be a case on that. You know, I mean, we've um, I, I, as people who know me or follow me on Twitter, they know I'm not. I'm very cautious about Parker. I'm not his biggest fan, um, and there are things that I've seen which I've not been happy with. But maybe it was a case of, you know, after letting in almost 100 goals last year, <laughs> yeah. um, let's just let's just build from the back. Let's find a solid way of playing, and and then start expressing ourselves. And yeah. you know, although. Uh, Caballero's uh, dropped today. You know, we've got multiple players who can play in that front three, and, um, you know, we need to be getting the best out of them. And, and today, you know, uh, there were some signs there that uh, there was a bit more freedom for for some of the players. And it, it was, you know, I thought Harrison Reed played really well the other day from what I watched. I agree. And. And I was surprised Arthur come in, but actually Arthur did, you know, quite well, he's rotating the ball, that type of thing. Um, and Johansson, you know, did his usual running around, being busy, annoying everyone, but also involved in quite a lot of the good play. So, uh, yeah, I mean, the good thing is we've now got players who can come in and out of the team and right. perform and um, there's a pattern of play and they should just slot in.
1: OK, excellent, Mike. To finish up with you, who was your man of the match?
0: Uh, yeah, that's a good one. I, <laughs> although I was critical of him starting the game, I might say Arta. I think he was in okay. the centre of almost everything. Um, closely followed by Mitrovic. Um, and although Kenny got two goals, I didn't think he was the linchpin of everything. So, uh, yeah, I'll go with Arta.
1: Okay. Do you think Scott Parker has a tough decision now with the situation with the midfield three I'm glad that you went with him I like what Archer brings but he scares me Mike because I I feel like at any time he can just go off so I'm glad that Scott Parker has other options but do you think maybe the fact that the situations that have happened in the prior matches and how Scott Parker got involved with Harry Archer that maybe he can get him under control because I think when he's effective and at his best, he can really help for him. But it's that other side that scares me, Mike, with Harry Archer. But I understand why you went with him for Man of the Match.
0: Oh, yeah, there's definitely a, you know, oh, God, what are you doing, mate? You know, get your hands (laughs) off him, you know, or or calm down. It's like, you know, you're saying that all the way through the game at times. Um, I I think we're going to see that midfield and and even the front three or certainly the wide guys. um, It's very much a horses for courses type Thing I think today he picks Johansson and and Arter because it's away at Reading um, on a very wet and greasy pitch, and uh, you know he wants a bit more bite. Maybe on Saturday he he'll want something a little bit different. Um, So you know, no player, well, no player. I say no player. Probably be Mitrovic, but be surprised how many players will play play all forty six. So you know, you're looking at each, each. Player looking at around thirty games, thirty-five games, and uh, you know I'll be happy if um, we we keep doing that. And we, it's uh, yeah, we just have to see how it goes. I mean, I, there's lots of games. You know, I, I saw Mitrovic holding his his hamstring. Uh, Johansson went down, but yep. but ran his injury off. So you know, give him a day's rest, get him back in on Thursday, and uh, see who's fit and raring to go for, um, you know, an earlier kickoff on Saturday.
1: Absolutely, and I cannot wait for that, Mike. Well, listen, thank you so much for joining me right after the match. Like I've been mentioning at the beginning of the show, Mike was there, and I'm glad that he had a chance to join me tonight after this match to just briefly talk about and get his initial reaction. But let's wrap this up. For Mike Greg. I'm Russ Goldman. Thank you as always for listening to Cottage Talk.
0: about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football.
1: It's the 90th minute, and all to play for at the end of the match. All your mates are around. You've got your McDougat share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping, and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. Are you in? I know I'm in at participating restaurants 18 plus serving times delivery fee and term supply see mcdonalds.com
0: this podcast is proud to be part of the talk sport fan network talk sport powered by fans